0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine, and we're on episode 77. Oh, don't I have a lot to say, especially off the heels of a conversation I just had. And that's, I feel like those are the best types of energies I need to begin an episode. Um, I feel like this time during this pandemic, I have been purging I have been purging what I realized that I really don't like in just anybody (laughs) and what I would like in somebody, right? Um, I've been purging these real honest feelings of mine and been honoring that and been holding true to that. Um, I think sometimes it's easier to just shut your mouth, just go with the flow. He's a good man, Savannah. I think it's easier to just go with that because, oh, you don't want to ruffle any feathers. You don't want to hurt anybody. And my my point in speaking up and standing up for myself and honoring my feelings, my boundaries, and recognizing my boundaries, creating boundaries, all of that stuff, all of that is for my self-care. All of that is to make sure that I'm honoring myself and while doing so, I'm not hurting you. At least I'm not intentionally hurting you. That's not my goal. I'm not thinking one day, how can I hurt this nigga? That's not me. Um, So I do realize that in being honest with yourself, in being honest with others, people won't react the same way you would. People won't react the way that you want them to react. You know, people would be hurt rightfully so we're all entitled to our feelings and our opinions but people will be hurt and will be butthurt in their feelings and immature with the shit so this is this is to say obviously I'm building up right I'm building up to something and this is to say so from the last episode um to now I have really just l- made myself very clear we're Church Bay okay apparently the last from the last episode you know when we talked um, I guess I wasn't clear enough for him, even though I was, um, but I pretty much said at that time, and I'm still saying, but I said at that time that this isn't working, you know, yet he was finding ways to still, to, to kind of still go around that. Like, yeah, but like, like just trying to ignore what I would say, like I would make my point over whatever debate we were having and i would say towards the end like hey this isn't working like we just have different mindsets on these things i just i'm just not interested in blah blah like i'll i will just make myself clear this isn't working i'm walking away like let's just let it be and that's it Let, let it be done yet he will ignore that part in that paragraph that i would text and will only respond to the previous points hoping that it was just maybe another little argument hoping that it was just a little dispute a difference of opinion and he ended up hitting me up again after i just decided not to respond because he still wanted to go back and forth he still wanted to go back and forth he still wanted to um kind of argue with me and it's like i said what i said i'm not gonna keep on arguing because at a certain point you know you come to a point in your life you realize you don't have to keep on repeating yourself you can make yourself clear maybe one two three times tops right maybe the first time wasn't clear enough maybe the second time wasn't clear with the right delivery but the third time nigga the fuck is you still confused about please make that clear what are you still confused about what is still blurry for you Right? And I know I'm sounding harsh because it's like, damn, maybe he just liked you, Ma. Yeah. And I, I recognize that he really did, really does, whatever. But at the end of the day, I cannot be with someone just because they really like me. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I can't force myself to feel the same way about someone just because well he's a really nice guy he's really kind no i'm not gonna guilt myself into being with you that doesn't make sense that that's not healthy and so me making all that clear to him he um what was i going with this he's just not uh responding well to it okay so initially he didn't understand like like why i why i wasn't responding i explained to him i've already made myself clear you know, has to why this isn't working out. And I guess he assumed me saying this isn't working as me saying, um, like, this conversation isn't working, just the conversation itself, when that's just a cop-out. Because previous to that, I've said at least two times throughout our whole conversation thread, I've said, this isn't working, I'm just going to walk away. And maybe he still thought that is only solely to the conversation. But I've also made clear connections to why this isn't working because we are just at different paces in our life. You are much younger and you have a different mindset. This isn't working. Like All these things should make it clear as to what I'm meaning, but whatever. Maybe some people just need more clarification. Okay, fine. So I made myself clear again after he kept on double texting me and I'm just like, okay, let me just make myself clear. Again, and pretty much to sum it up, is just like I've said here on this podcast. It's a difference. It's not just a difference of opinion, because he also said, "Oh well, what he say? Oh, oh, so the difference of opinion comes up, and you run. You know, there's a difference of opinion, and so you run. Like, no." <laughs> That's that is not it. I've argued with people before, I've debated with people before. That's cool. We could bounce back from an argument. You don't need to agree with me with everything I say. But there's a difference when it's a difference of opinion and when there's a difference of mindset, there's a difference of behavior patterns, there's a difference of just the way we do things that's more than just a difference of opinion. That's a whole difference in lifestyle. That's a difference in how I want our dynamic to be. That's a difference. That's a bigger to me. And he didn't see it as that. He doesn't see it as that. He sees it as just, oh, we're just having an argument, just a simple little argument. And so just to kind of sum it up, you know, me, my response is simply like, look, oh, let me just say what he said. So I'm just going to wrap it up. I'm not going to say word by word, but he's clearly heard and I'm, a part of me do feel bad. Like, let me not act like I'm just this heartless bitch. <laughs> I'm not. I am really am not. I do feel bad because I understand where the Claire hurt comes from. And, you know, I feel bad, but I feel bad to a certain extent. Let me just say that. Because me feeling bad is not going to make me want to be with you. Like, when I've already made clear to myself, you're not the right person for me. You know, some people could just be great people, right? Like, oh, he's so nice. He's so caring. He's all these things. That's great. He does not want for me. Like, he's just not someone who gets me going, right? And it's more than just a sexual chemistry thing is it's what I've said. It's the difference in behavior and mindset and just characteristics. Those things that I don't want. I don't want to tolerate, you know? When someone is just different in their core and you just don't care to make it work, like I might as well just be with someone completely different. Cause what I'm asking you to do is completely not be yourself, right? In in more ways than one. That's what I'm saying. And so he is just saying how you know, I don't see why you wanted me to give you so much of my energy to you and you wasn't with it. I'm not some trial and error. And, you know, if you wasn't really about it, um, I shouldn't have hit him up, uh, in January, you know, and the difference of opinion comes up and you run. Don't be asking people to commit to you so heavy, but that's my fault, honestly, for letting you in, to be honest. Okay. That's literally verbatim. Okay. So, Oh, bombs dropped. He let me have it, huh? Um, here's the thing. There is validity to what he's saying. Absolutely. I will not dispute it. I guess there is some point in saying, you know, I, I shouldn't expect a heaviness from someone when I can't return it. But here's some context to that, though. When you're dating someone, when you're talking to someone and you're kind of building towards that exclusivity, right, there is mutual ground. We're both on the same page. We're both interested in um, the same energy that we're giving towards each other. We're both interested in just engaging with each other and being focused with each other. We're both interested in that. So that energy was reciprocated at that time. But here's where I disagree and will not hold him to to this, because when he says I'm not some trial and error, okay, cool, You're, you're I'm not calling you as the person that's trial and error, nigga. I'm not saying that, right? But what I'm saying is in dating, right? Because we've never established, and maybe I'm being technical, but that's still the point. We've never established a exclusive relationship neither one of us said, hey, you only talking to me, right? I'm only talking to you, right? Neither one of us made that clear. Neither one of us um made that commitment to each other. So that was already like, okay, that was kind of not said, right? Um, So neither one of us said that. And... We never made that commitment towards each other. We were still fresh in the talking stage, and we yes, we were consistently talking. We were consistently getting to know each other more, and it's been like this since January, and we had a little off moment, and I talked about that before. But the point is, when you are dating someone, you can leave. Right? I'm not saying ghost. Ghost isn't all the way nice. And I've, I've ghosted plenty of times. I've been ghosted on plenty of times. And it doesn't feel great. And I get that. But in this case, I've made myself very clear. In this case, I communicated very clear. And unfortunately, what he's really mad at is the change. That's what it is. He's really mad at the change in my actions, and my feelings. And I get that. I understand that. But I also don't like the, the, the principle of me... Or the expectation of me being bound to you when we haven't established, nigga, do I have a ring on my finger? Like, I just, what? What are we doing? We haven't established a a level of commitment for you to expect that, right? We're only dating. We're only talking towards possibly getting into that exclusive stage, but we haven't established anything. So yes, technically you are trial and error, but that's only because dating is trial and error. You try some and then, okay, it doesn't work out, so you try another platter. You know, you you try it out, you realize, oh, it tasted nice in the beginning, but the aftertaste, ooh, I don't like that. And it has a nasty aftertaste. I gotta drink some water. I gotta drink some coffee or something to get that aftertaste out of my mouth. That's what it is with dating. And you shouldn't be bound to anyone just because you said I like you. Now, if you realize, okay, maybe month three, you realize, okay, we keep on talking about the same things and I'm noticing this about his character. I'm noticing that he's very negative. I'm noticing that he has this negative self-talk. I'm noticing he's not keen to feedback. I'm noticing that... He's He lacks experience and he lacks maturity in some things that I just don't want to tolerate in a partner, in a man. You know, I want my man to be somewhat of my teacher instead of me being the teacher. And that's what I see when it comes to him and that's what I realized when it comes to him. And all of those things just turns me off. Honestly, just turns me off and it's the lack of initiative as well. And I feel like I'm talking in a way that sounds... Oh, corporate. You lack initiative, right? That's something that your, your supervisor would say to you, you know, during your, your evaluations. Bitch, well, this is an evaluation, okay? Evaluation 101. You lack initiative. You lack the 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 tenacity, the the assertiveness that I need in a nigga. And if that's just not who you are. Then that's just not who you are. Cool. But you're not the one for me. And that's fine as well. We don't have to have beef. We don't have to argue and whatever. You're just not the one for me. And there will be someone who matches that and great. Right? And so, you know, my response is just simply making that clear that it's more than just a difference of opinion. It's the difference of mindset, behavior, um, the age plays a factor. And yes, obviously, I knew he was years younger than me when we rekindled. But I thought to myself, you know what, let me look past it. And I think that's the problem there. Sometimes with me, not even sometimes, a lot of times with me, I like to look past the obvious. I like to look past or ignore the voice within myself that says, mama, this didn't work the first two, three, four times. What are we doing? It's not gonna be any better. And even if it does look like it's better, it's just a disguise, it's just a moment filler. And to be transparent, cause I've always been transparent, it was a moment filler. I remember in January when I did hit him up, I was feeling bored. And it sucks to say that out loud because it's like, damn, that's fucked up. But we all do it. Let's just be honest. A lot of shit we do when we're bored. So initially, the hit-up was a bored type of hit-up. Initially, the hit-up was just, what the fuck else is going on? Okay, let me see this. And this is gonna hit me up on, in my DM. Um, or he liked the picture or whatever. So you know what? Let me just go ahead and give him a, give him the eyes emoji and see what happens. And What I can say, we've always had great conversation, but it just never did it for me. It just never contained the level of excitement. He would just always... What's the word? I guess it's just je ne sais quoi that's lacking. It's the... Tenacity, the assertiveness, the man shit, the nigga shit that I like in my man, and I don't want you to be some hood rat nigga. I don't want that. I just want you to be man enough for me. That's it. That's I want you to be man enough for me. I don't want to feel like I get to just twirl you around my finger. I don't like that. I know there are some women out there who do like to control their men, who do like to know that they have that power and whatever, whatever they say, their man would just jump. Now that doesn't mean. I don't want my man to not listen to me or not value what I'm saying. No. What I do, I do want that. And I do want him to know when to check me. I do want him to know when to do so at a respectful manner. And there's this a lot of different things about him, Church Bay, who I, I in which I didn't see that from. I didn't recognize that in him. And I whatever. So, anyway, I just say all that to say... I think this time, this purging period, this pandemic has been a purging period for me. I have been realizing that I've been ignoring what's been said to me months on end every moment even when I'm having even when I'm even entertaining some men I'm just like oh I know I don't really want to be with him I know I don't really want to be with him what am I doing but I'm doing it because oh I'm bored I'm doing it because well he texted me he's giving me attention so why not when it's cool yet at the expense of hurting him that that's not cool so I, I can't own up to that and I can't recognize maybe there is something that I need to work on within myself to realize why am I doing that, right? Um, And I will still not be guilted into being with someone who I don't want to be with. And that's just on period, you know? So, you know, I think there's also, you know, with this pandemic, me purging Church Bay has made me realize, same with Boston Bay. Like, I just cannot, I really don't want to be with either one of these niggas. Like, that's just... That's, that's really it. I really don't. I really don't like either one of them. And that's like, damn, really, mama? Dead ass, I really don't like either one of them like that. I really don't. I really don't. I think about Boston, man, I've said this several times um, about him, how I really don't want to see my, I can't see myself being in a serious relationship with him. I don't even like seeing myself with him on a, light-hearted relationship with him because even in those moments it's still strenuous for me um i and it's just let's just go off of appearance right um just off of just the surface of it not just physical appearance like you know a beard type of appearance that's what i'm talking about not right now at least but what i'm talking about is just what what are you what's on the surface okay with boston bay what i see on the surface is an attic Let's just us cut and dry. An addict, someone who is addicted to mer- to the marijuana, okay. And this is no shade to everyone who sh- to, to to everyone who smokes. This is not me shading you, but let me just say this: there's a difference in sensuality, in in just personal attraction, hygiene when it comes to Men who smoke that heavy weed. And I'm not talking about the ones who smoke once in a while. Cool, that's great. I don't want my niggas to smoke at all. Let's just be honest. I'm just going to write things down that I want to manifest and not tolerate anymore. Because I really would rather you not smoke at at the fuck all. Like, please just don't even pick up a pipe. Please, leave that down. With Boston Bay... He needs to be high every two hours type of high. He smokes every day. It's not no weekend shit. It's not no, oh, I had a long day at the office. Let me just, you know, f- release some tension. No, this is wake and bake, midnight, afternoon, Midday, this is an addiction, okay? This is me being over his house and him smoking and coughing up a lung. Can I tell you guys how tired I am of tapping, smacking his chest because he's coughing up so much after smoking and inhaling this this smoke? I'm so tired of tapping your chest because you can't stop smoking. The fuck is wrong with you? That's really what it is. The fuck? I'm, I'm, do I really want, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with someone who can't, who can't manage themselves. The fuck? So it's why? So why am I even entertaining? Why am I even responding? Because, like I've said many times, they are the ones hitting me up. They are the ones giving me attention even after I've, not spoken to them in a few days, in a few weeks, is them. So what is it that I'm doing when I really don't want to be with you? Like, I think now is a time when I'm realizing, if I don't really want to be with you, why am I talking to you? Like, if if I realize that, okay, there are some things about you that I really don't fuck with, and this is just embedded into who you are, you know, it's one thing when, you know, maybe, you know, someone has a poor habit of leaving their clothes on the floor and that's frustrating. Okay, but that could be managed, right? You could work on that. But when you have an innate negative mindset, when you have a discouraging spirit, when you have an an inexperienced mindset and just behaviors, when you have an addiction, when you have all these things that are so internal that is hard to break, why am I here? Like, I don't really care to be here. Like, I recognize these things. What am I doing wasting my time with someone who I really don't wanna be with? So, honestly, it's, yeah, I'm done. And I know I said this many times at Boston Bay. But I've been feeling different more about this and I'm realizing like more with my conversations with myself, with God, I've been feeling more, um, what is it? More, more enabled to push through with what I'm saying I need to do with myself. And that's really honoring myself, listening to myself and staying the course, staying the course with what I said. I'm going to do. And the course is to really just let it go. Let it go with Boston Bay. Let it go. And it's already it's already gone with um Church Bay, but to also be mindful of my triggers. Being mindful of what is it about me that hits up men who I know I don't really care to be with, who I know I don't really care about like that. Okay, cool. Maybe I'm sexually frustrated. There's that. <sighs> not worth it look i'll figure it out with somebody else or with just myself or i'll fill out my time of sexual frustration with something like reading more of my books (laughs) that's fine (laughs) that's fine i thought it was gonna be something with african bay but that nigga went ghost the fuck it's just these casper ass niggas i'm just over it (laughs) And honestly, African Bear wasn't even, like, physically attractive. Yes, I was very physically attracted to him. And our sexual chemistry is on it. That's great. But he talked with his tongue out his mouth. <laughs> Hello? Put your tongue in your mouth. That's how he speaks. Like, it's just, okay, what, what am I doing here? We have no deep conversations. I need to be stimulated intellectually. I need to be stimulated in ways that are deeper than the surface. If all we just talk about is something so light, the fuck, why am I here? Go call one of your friends. So, yeah, that's, um, <laughs> so. All of them are cut out. Um <laughs> and that's the update on those niggas. Um, I was recently watching Sex in the City, the movie, and I've watched this movie several times and part two, which is so whack. I didn't want to talk about part two, but I've also finished and watched rewatch and watch watch the series of Sex in the City forever right for such a long time ever since I was like in my teenage years watching it now has a mature adult has a growing adult let's say that because I'm always growing um, I'm realizing how toxic Carrie and Mr. Big were are because these are characters they live on I guess but I'm realizing how toxic they are and how Carrie, saw Mr. Big and just made excuses for him. And that got me to thinking about what is it about love that makes you a dumbass, right? What is it about love that makes you someone who has no no self-esteem, no confidence? Because that's what I saw. in character. It's not to shoot down the character. I know it's just a character. I'm not trying to make it a big deal. But I recognize with that, I, I recognize that within myself. I'm not saying I was in love with any of these niggas. Cause I wasn't. But I think about Boston Ben, I think about how long I've dealt with him and how how displeased I've been throughout the entire time of us being with each other. Dealing with each other. I don't want to say being with each other because that's not even, it's not even that deep. But dealing with each other, it hasn't been any progression. And yes, there will be times when whenever we will rekindle, it'll feel bigger. Like it'll feel like, oh, wow, there's there's going to be some progression. It's going to be better. But then I realize, oh, no, it's just this, this another facade. We back to the same old shit. And I'm continuing to accept it. So then I think about what is it about love that makes you this insecure, um, mouse-like, sad person? What is it about that that you are, that I am allowing such behavior to continue when I know it's not right, when I know I don't really like you, I don't like someone who's, and I'm not, I don't know. So I think about all that. And I think about what do I want? What do I want ultimately? Because it's about writing down and really manifesting and really working towards what is it that I want when it comes to my personal romantic life. Um, I know what I want career-wise. I know what I want just in all of the other parts of my life, right? Financially, career-wise, just as a woman, But when it comes to love, I just be like, I don't know. And so I settle and I allow these fuck ass behaviors or I allow myself to be put in behaviors that are not helpful to other people, that are not really kind, right? I can own up to how I, you know, have made Church Bay felt, but I also recognize that I put myself in a position where I didn't really want to be with you. So why am I doing that? Like, that's not fair to you. It's not fair to myself. Because ultimately, when you think about it, you know, people like to say, you know, don't settle. Don't settle. Never settle. Never settle, right? Um, Settle is also about not being with someone who you don't really want to be with, right? It's not about it's not only about not being with someone who doesn't treat you right, who hits you, who cheats on you, who disrespects you. Obviously, that's settle. And settling is also not being with someone who or choose like choosing to not be with someone who you know you don't really want to be with this person, right? So you're only with this person because it's convenient. He is consistent and present in your life in comparison to previous men or other men in, during the time who is not consistent. So when I think about Church Bay in comparison to Boston Bay, even though I said on a previous episode how Boston Bay, once he gets his shit together, it's going to be, is it, he's the main nigga, boom, boom, boom. When I, when I thought about that and I sit with myself and I think, I don't really want to be with him. I don't want to be with someone who's hot one day and then cold the next day. I don't want to be with someone who hits me up, but I won't hear from him. I was on end, and then he'll just hit me up again with a WID. Nigga, where the fuck were you? We were just having a conversation. Oh, i got cut out but work. I don't want to bring up a point to someone as respectfully in-house and, and as Nicely packaged as I can to not ruffle any feathers because I know at Boston Bay, he goes bat shit crazy. You can't talk to him about anything that you want to bring up because he's going to have an attitude. He's going to be petty and it's aggressive. It's anxiety ridden. I don't want to be with someone like that. So me saying, oh, he's my main nigga. No, that's not what I want. So when I think about settling... I think about settling is not being with someone who you don't want to be with. (laughs) If you don't really want that person, why are you with that person? You're settling. You're settling because, oh, maybe he has a lot of money. Maybe he is consistent in your life. And cool, I think about Church Bay. Yeah, nice guy, but I really don't see it with him. I'm not going to force myself to be with someone who I don't really want to be with. That would be settling too. I don't care how good of a guy you are on paper. I don't care how nice of a guy you are. If I don't want to fuck with it, I don't have to. <laughs> okay? So I think about Carrie and how, you know, on the show, Carrie and Aiden, they were this, this beautiful couple. Aiden really loved her. Aiden was down for her and was nice and gentle. And she didn't have to deal with all of the drama and the anxiety that she felt with Mr. Big. Yet, she cheated on him. She broke his heart. They broke up. They eventually got back together. Because she realized she still loves him and she wants to make it work. And she's so sorry and cool. And all all of those feelings could have been real and valid in the moment. But then you realize, she realizes too, she doesn't love him. Despite the fact that she got back together with him. (laughs) Fuck up. That is so fucked up. She doesn't love him. I got back to I cheated on you. I broke your heart. We broke up. We found our way back to each other. You, you took me back after I pleaded for you, right? Um you I find out that you might propose to me and I tell you I don't love you. I'm not I don't wanna do this. <laughs> Bitch, I should slap the shit out of you. At that point, God knew what he was doing. He decided to not make me a man. Because, baby, I would have been so abusive. <laughs> no, maybe not. Physical violence is not okay. Abuse, domestic abuse is not okay. Intimate partner abuse is not okay. But, bitch, I would be so upset. So, you have Aiden, who was a good guy and got got fucked, got fucked, right, so nice guys, as I said this before, and I don't think Aiden was corny, but he was corny for Carrie, it doesn't matter how good of a guy you are, he was corny for her, she didn't feel that way for him as much as she felt for Mr. Big, so even though has as inconsistent Mr. Big was, as in and out this nigga was, nigga just would pop back in, popped in with a <laughs> with a new wife, moved to Paris, and got married. Oh my God! I just cannot, and, and then let's think about the context. It's, it's a frame of 10 years. So a lot of things happen. We're on and off. Okay, during your off time, during our off time, you really may have moved on. And who knows the exact time difference from the off time to the next on time in there on and off relationship, but that shit hurts, that's crazy to me, yet all of these things, and Aiden, who has been consistent, who has been there for her, she didn't want him, and I remember being younger watching that, I was like, how is she doing this, and what, like, how, what did she to want Aiden, and Aiden was attractive, he was cute, Like his hair, even, I even liked it when he cut his hair, but, you get older and you realize. Even at that time, I also realized I was also still awing the relationship she had with Mr. Big. I was in, I was just uh, enticed by the, by the the passion and the high stakes energy between the two. How you get older, you realize, or at least I wonder and I question, what is it about? passion that doesn't seem to be present in stable relationships. I love passion. I love, I do like spontaneity. I do like the adrenaline of kissing someone and feeling all those emotions, but I realize with Boston Bay, nigga is all about spontaneity. There's a difference in spontaneity when it comes to, okay, let's, Let's go on a go let's go on the road and have a road trip. Let's just drive into New York. Let's drive into Philly. That's spontaneity, right? We we just thought about it the day of and we go. That's spontaneity. Or hey, let's not do a regular dinner and a date. A dinner date. Let's go hiking. That's spontaneity for me. That's spontaneity. Spontaneity is not. Oh, is he going to hit me up today or in two days? <laughs> That's what spontaneity is not. Spontaneity is not, am I going to hear from him <laughs> in two weeks? <laughs> or not at all. When it, Or uh, are we going to hang out? I know we hung out on Monday. Are we going to hang out in two days or the next month? The next month, nigga. That's. That's not spontaneity. That's inconsistent bullshit. That's what it is. Miss me with the spontaneity crap. If that's spontaneity for you, nigga, I don't want it. Okay? I don't want it. I had a recent conversation with, literally right before I, I hit record, Uh, with Boston Bay, and I was annoyed because um, we were supposed to hang out yesterday. The day before. Yeah, yesterday. And... Initially, he asked me, I was like, no, because I was still annoyed because, one, it's been weeks since the last time we hung out, now all of a sudden you hit me up and you expect me to just say yes, because he asked me the day before if I wanted to come over, and I said no, I said no. Then the next day, he hits me up again and says, ask the same thing, I said no initially, he says, explain yourself, why? And I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to say, let me just say something, so whatever, I said something, and... I eventually changed my mind. I was like, you know what? Are you still in the city? Let's let's go ahead and hang out. Cool, that's fine. Let's just hang out. He ended up not being able to do so because he had to get back into work. He works for the city. So there's the some things that that pops up as an emergency that he has to tend to for the city. Whatever. Whatever this shit is. I don't give a fuck. So he doesn't respond in like two hours. I hit him up talking about, Nigga, what's going on? He says, oh, well, he got caught up with this, blah, blah, blah. Talking about work stuff. Okay, cool. Fine. No hit up for the rest of the night. Obviously, it's a dub. It's not happening that night. Fine. But what I would like in any partner is to say, hey, tonight is a dub. How about we do tomorrow instead? right? How about we plan for Tuesday instead? Not, no, tonight's a dub. Well, we'll see what what happens next. Spontaneity! No! (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that? No! I don't want that type of spot. That's not spontaneity. That's inconsistent. That's inconsiderate. You plan. Make a plan. It's not about just, oh, let me just go how I feel whenever I want to hit you up. And if you don't say yes, then we just won't hang out. So, I called him out on it you know, today and I was saying how, you know, hello, I didn't hear from you, like what's going on? He's like, Well, the plan was for us to just go take a walk at a park. And so we were supposed to do that. Um, and he said, Well, it was late at night. Obviously wasn't gonna walk obviously we're not gonna walk at the park anymore. I'm like, Okay, yeah, I know that, obviously, but there was no communication as to what the plan would be his response, oh, well, there is no plan, there is no, way. let me, let me read this shit, this bullshit, I'm just, all y'all niggas could just kiss my ass, stop hitting me up, and here's what I need to say to myself, stop too, I need to stop too, anyway, but anyway, so his response is, well, Um, I'm looking at it right now, hold on, y'all, anyway, so yeah, Um, so I'm saying, yeah, it's the no communication afterwards on what the next plan would be, um, is what I'm referring to. And then he said, oh, well, there's no next plan. I was going home. It was 10 p.m. I'm like, well, not the night of, obviously. I'm talking about, uh, hey, let's do tomorrow instead. That's what I mean. Here's response. This, this is where it goes left for him. Every time I address something to him, it's always, it's never, Uh, yeah, you right. So how about today? Are you free later on today around 7? It's never like, okay, let's move forward. It's a, no, I'm going to stay in this feeling. I'm going to be petty, and I'm going to make it go as far as it needs to go. His response is, Didn't plan on it. I have stuff to do. Your petty ass should have said yes when I asked. So that's what that's saying is, oh, because I didn't say yes to you when you wanted to hang out. Oops, I missed my chance. Well, let's wait another two, three, four, five motherfucking weeks. What are we doing? Are you serious, nigga? Oh, you got stuff to do? Ooh, what are you doing? You're not working. You're not working. What are you doing? You're not going into a workplace. Okay? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) act like you're so busy. Let me tell you what this nigga does. All he does is smoke and sleep. Did you hear me? All he does is smoke into oblivion and knock the fuck out. And then when I hit hit him up, he'll be like, Oh, sorry, I was asleep. Oh, I just woke up. That's all he does. What the fuck are you doing? You are not a busy man. Oh, you busy s- selling weed? Okay, and? <laughs> I don't know, I don't want my... I'm tired of attracting these drug dealers. <laughs> are, we talk, are we potting? Are we potting? <laughs> tired of attracting these drug dealers. Shit, he's not the first. But he will be the last. Let me just end it there. Because... What are you what are you doing? <laughs> All you're doing is smoking. You got stuff to do. What is it, nigga? You go, you want you you smoke your ass off and you go back to bed. <laughs> like, I remember one time he was like, Oh, I gotta go to Target and get a get a planner, get um <laughs> get a fucking agenda book. <laughs> and I'm thinking, for what? So you're, you're going to write down the times that you that you smoke. Okay, 8 a.m. smoke and bake. Uh, 1.30 re-up. Actually, no, let me make that earlier. 10.30 re-up. Let's repeat that every two hours. That That's what your agenda book is looking like. You got stuff to do. To do what? So my point is, it's like, it's his time or no time. And that's the spontaneity in, in him. That, that's what's spontaneous. It's never no, oh, let's go on an excursion. It's never nothing like that. It's always some, oh, well, <laughs> Um, I'm free. You free? Oh, wow, look at that. We're free at the same time. Spontaneity. Nigga, spell spontaneity. The fuck? Spell it because you obviously don't know the meaning of that shit. Anyway, so we got into it, of course. I made myself clear on why <laughs> that shit is not okay, and I'm tired of this spontaneity crap. You know, I'm tired of this whole, you know, oops, I missed my chance. I can't hang out with you then. Um, That's the bullshit I'm talking about. Excuse me. And he's not un- understanding it. He's being dismissive by saying, oh, you're being dramatic. You're in your feelings. <sighs> Let me let me step into that even more because here's the thing. A lot of times men would say things like, "Oh, you're you're being emotional. You're crazy. You're dramatic." Okay, I'm all these things. Cool. I, I okay, I am. And so what are you? <laughs> like, that has no bearing on me. I think their response or they're expecting your response to be, "No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm never that." No. Okay, cool. I am. And And what? And my point is still the same. (laughs) Like, (laughs) dramatic or not. You know what I'm saying is the truth. Like, let's just cut the shit. So, whatever. Like, I think they want me. He wants me to say. He wants me to deny it. He wants me to not give it truth. And not be okay with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not ashamed with being emotional, call it what it you want, I'm I'm proud of my emotions, I'm proud that I'm able to tap into my emotions more than he is, I'm, I'm proud that I'm in a space where I can do that, right, where I am safe with myself to do that, unfortunately, he's not, so ooh, that sucks, but I'm proud of that, so I'm tapping into that, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm tired of the spontaneous shit with you, make a plan, um, I am in my feelings, and there's no shame in that, so I'm just, like, tapping into it, leaning in that Leading into that some more. Then I finally said what I've been meaning to say to him. What I've been thinking about saying to him. But I haven't hit him up first. I've been waiting for him to hit me up to for me to say it. And I finally said, you know, this shit is tired between us. It's not working. Um. So then he goes on to this whole remember the times. Michael Jackson shit. <laughs> Let me tell y'all what he brings up. Let me see if y'all remember. He goes on to say... So then, okay, let me just say that part. So I say we're always doing the same old thing and there's no progression. Um, he he says, nigga, then go do what you do before and fuck with that fuck with the next nigga and ask me not to call. How about that? He put the peace sign and he wrote down, remember. At the time when I was texting him and we were texting, I was already in my zone. I didn't really I wanna be quick with my response because. I wanted to say it and be done, right, and move on. Instead, so while I was doing that, I didn't realize what he was referring to. But, bitch, he was referring to Houston, nigga. Remember Houston, nigga? When I was dating this guy from Houston while I was in. (laughs) Yeah, so I was in this guy in Houston, and things seemed to be going going with him. And so I just thought to myself, you know what, let me go ahead and let – Boston Bay know that this is over, and just leave me the fuck alone. Stop hitting me up with your spontaneous, spontaneous shit, and let me go. So, I hit him up saying how, hey, I'm seeing someone new, and I'm, I'm like, he makes me happy. <laughs> some bullshit. But I did say, I said, I'm seeing someone new. He makes me happy. Please refrain from hitting me up. Let's just keep it at that. I wish you, do, I wish you well. So... He references that point in time. Clearly, he's still upset. Clearly, he's in his feelings about that, which is so funny to me because there is this weird expectation that he has of me still being single, still not entertaining, or like still not wanting to and following through with entertaining other niggas because he's still in the picture. When no... I'm definitely still entertaining other niggas. I'm definitely still weighing out my options and just fishing around. So, it was just funny how he said that. And I just did not think that would come up. And I feel like he was saying that to spark a reaction. (laughs) Spark an apology. Some type of, like, acknowledgement. I just like that comment. Like, okay, nigga, okay. Anyway... But we, he goes on to say, you know, trying to put it in my face. Oh, just go ahead and be with someone else. Where where that other nigga at, though? I think he was still referring to Houston nigga at that time. And I wasn't thinking about him at that time during our conversation. So I was still going back and forth with him. I just took it as he's trying to rub it in my face that... I'm still single. I'm still not in a relationship. I still don't have a boyfriend. He's trying to rub that in my face. And it's just so funny to me how some guys, I just let me just be specific to him, but I know a lot of other men do that. It's just so funny to me how he tries to do that. He pulls that card of, that's why you're single. That's why she should uh, f- funny how things don't work out. Maybe it's you. And it's like, I don't have the time to, give him context. Like, am I really gonna take this time and tell him, no, it's not me. It's the fact that he's, <laughs> he, he's not looking for anything serious. Oh, it's the fact that, you know, I realized that I don't really want to be with him. How about that? How about me owning the fact that I'm single? I'm owning this singleness because I'm choosing not to be with Houston nigga. I'm choosing not to be with X, Y, and Z nigga because these niggas don't satisfy me they don't, they really don't, they do it for a moment, then I realize, oh, I really don't want to be with you, so, like, that doesn't mean I have to be with them, (laughs) like, just because we started it off, like, what are you saying, but obviously, I'm not gonna take this time to be like, oh, um, it's not me who's the problem. Let me explain to you why those relationships didn't work out. No, he doesn't care for it. All he sees it as me being single yet again. And I it doesn't bother me. That's the problem. He and I'm so I'm like giving it back to him, like, okay, you really think you're doing something <laughs> by saying that? You really think what would I say? I'm so funny. I'm just like Totally. Is it rubber that I'm doing? Like, you know how you throw something and it bounce right back? I think I, I'm just throwing it right boomerang. I'm throwing it right back at him. Like, OK, that has nothing to do with me. Like, oh, OK, that doesn't bother me. What's your problem? And um, so, yeah, I said, you think you're really doing something when you say that <laughs> like I'm supposed to be offended. Nah, I'm good. Because he go- he goes on to say, go get you a new nigga, period, like you did before. Guess that didn't work out either. Maybe it's you. Like, okay. I'm so sad. It's just so, it's so childish. It's so childish. So, I'm feeding into that. You know what? Well, cool. Yeah, I'm already with a new nigga. Like, or I already have. I'm taken care of. And so, I'm saying vague statements like that. I'm literally saying that his response is, um, his response is, oh, what he say? Oh, oh, really? And you're asking for dick? Slut? Oh my God. I, I haven't heard the word slut in I don't know how long. What is a slut? Let me call Amber Rose real quick. Amber, what is a slut? <laughs> you would think... I think someone who is knowledgeable of the movement of women in 2020 would think and know that saying "slut" is not effective. Maybe if we were in the early 2000s, right, in the 90s, just years before. 2020, call a bitch a slut. She'll be like, thank you. <laughs> what, what is it that you're trying to do? Like, okay. So I'm just feeding into what I'm saying, you're miserable. LOL. You're mad. Go smoke another blunt and go back to sleep. Stop texting me. <laughs> and that's it. So there goes another, yet again, uh, peaceful conversation with this nigga. And... It is what it is. Look, it's just purging. It's me purging. And while I was texting him, it was just, I was shaking. My hand was just like, oh, I got say all these, I got to say. Because what I'm realizing is I suppress a lot of emotions. I suppress what I really feel, how I really feel. To make things light, to not ruffle any feathers, to not make him be this angry, angry axle nigga that he is. So, you know what? Let me just not say it. Let me just wait till he said something. Let me just pacify myself. No more. No more. Am I doing that? Stop pacifying myself. I need to stop doing that. So, it felt good. I felt, I typically don't like con- confrontation, but I was it. I was ready. I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. So, I said what I said. I said, stop texting me. He ends off by saying, hit me when you wanna come over, nigga. Ha ha. Peace sign. I said I won't. Stop texting me. And to add on to that, I changed his name to Stay the Course Mama. And that's a message for me to cause he will hit me up again. This is this is a this is a continuum with him. And it's really up to me to stop it. It's really up to me to say to myself and really honor myself and stop it. And this is is a time to do so. No time like the present. And I'm not going to um, make myself feel bad for all the times before when I've said this exact same sentiment. You know, I'm not going to make myself feel bad for not honoring and following what I've said before. Let's move on. Let's move on. Cool. This is what I recognize now. This is what I'm going to stay the course on. And that's the message for me. So when he does hit me up again, when he does say something like, love, miss you. Mind you, this whole conversation started off the other day when he, his first text was love slash miss you and two emoji faces. Like, And I my response was simple. No, you don't. Because you don't. This isn't love. I don't know what the fuck this is. This is not love. This is not something that's fruitful. This is not something that is like God. This is not something that I want. So why am I entertaining you? This is so toxic. So I'm staying the course. I'm going to invite God in to give me strength because I know I need his help. I need all the help. And me doing tangible things like changing his name to stay the course, mama. (laughs) That's literally his name. Stay the course, mama. Now on my phone, I think that's necessary. Some some might say, oh, well, why don't you just block him? No, I don't want to block him because I want to continue to test myself, okay? I want to continue to uphold because I think blocking is the easy way out. And when I do get into a relationship with somebody who is on my level, I know he's going to hit me up some more and want to test to see if I'm free or whatever, I want to respond with the maturity that I have to let him know once again in finale, right, in in all final words, no, I'm not interested. This is not working. Stop texting me. And I'm hoping with all of that being a consistent messaging that I'm giving, I'm hoping that will really make him stop. I really want that to stop because I think blocking, because I've done blocking before and it hasn't worked. Like, obviously, I unblocked and allowed him to come back in or I will allow a little space for him to still message me and I was through Instagram and it's been a thing. So, I'm excited. Honestly, it's excitement that I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. I'm really excited. I love new things. I love shiny things. And when I think of a new nigga, I think of something shiny. Like, okay, I want someone who can captivate me. Someone who doesn't smoke all day. The fuck? Someone who has a real job. (laughs) What is your degree in? Do you have a degree? And look, it's not about being um, superficial. Because yes, there's more to that. I want a man who can make me excited. Who, when I'm with him, there is this effervescent joy that I have. Because you really light up something within me. I don't get that with these niggas. I don't. It's just okay, something to do. I'm tired of a something to do type of nigga. Let's let's do something else. Let's <laughs> Let's do someone new. Let's let's figure that out. Let's figure that out. So, um that's my goal is to stay the course. To continue to work on self, recognize my triggers, and fix them at the root. So when my triggers do happen, because look, we live in a society where your triggers are right around the corner. You know, you think you're good, and then one second a wave of loneliness comes over you, and then suddenly you're doing things that you wouldn't be doing if you weren't if you weren't feeling lonely right now. So in those mists of waves of loneliness what could you do what can I do something else let's figure it out so knowing how to fix that at the core is something that I need to work on something that I need to work on so I'm excited I'm really am excited I'm I'm so proud of myself for honoring and really sitting with myself and being in that space of honesty and authenticity with myself and not shutting that voice within me that's saying that's consistently saying Mama this is not working okay it's just not working so shout out to me I'm I'm that bitch um and fuck these niggas so (laughs) and it's not to say like I'm not saying fuck men No, I know that may be the perception throughout this podcast journey I've been on. I mean, yeah, maybe it is fuck these men. It's like, I'm kidding. I have some great male friends in my life. I really do. I have some great men who are men, who are respectable men in my life, whether they're my elders, whether... It's my dad whether it's uh just men in my peer group men that i've befriended in houston i've met a lot of great solid men so shout out to y'all you know so that's great i'm talking about the niggas you know and uh, i'm talking about them i'm talking about the ones who i just I, i don't have time for that's what i'm talking about but it's not fuck man it's just some of these niggas fuck what it is (laughs) that's what it is so speaking of men I want to talk about boozy and this whole this whole rite of passage that he has for his son and nephew into being a man um this is a touchy subject I've always been pretty you know transparent on every topic, but I do want to give like disclaimers, you know, just in case you may not be interested in, this is a trigger one, let me say that, because pedophilia is real, we'll just start from there, and oftentimes it is so present in families that it's disturbing, it's stifling, it's so, you know, something is so obvious and in your face that you just can't, it's so hard to talk about that. You just go ahead and put it under the rug. Okay. There goes another pedophile in the family. There goes another pedophile in the family. There goes that. There goes that. Yet it's not talked about. Yet it's not addressed. Yet the shit's just put under the rug. So when I was listening to Boozy's comments about him hiring an older woman to rape, essentially to rape his son his 12 year old son and his around the same age nephew and him boasting about it, him being delighted in this rite of passage because, oh man, my my son is becoming a man. My son is becoming this, this nigga, right? And I think about just the history in black culture. I think about our historical roots. This is not just a boozy problem. I remember hearing this with little Wayne. How he was how he was um molested really. How he was um forced to have sex with an older woman as well. I think he was actually raped by a by an older man. So These things impact your perception of what a healthy relationship looks like. All these things impacts what it is between a man and a woman, or even a man and a man, right? So it's just it's sad. That's really how I feel about it. It was a sadness, and it's not to say don't cancel boozy don't cancel little wayne cool do whatever you feel but it's bigger than them it's bigger than boozy it's bigger than little wayne because this is happening in our families this is happening in our um peer groups this is happening this is happening and it comes from this mindset it comes from this embedded sexual abuse mindset that has been coerced into the black community ever since slavery. Okay, think about slavery, think about the masters, the slave masters who would force enslaved people to have sexual relations with their family, to rape their family members, to impregnate their family members. And this has been something that's just a part of the course. So when you think about that mindset, you think about that that embedded piece of uh what is it just that embedded piece of behavior that has been done for many generations many generations i'm not surprised when i saw that video about Boosie and the video with little Wayne a couple years back i wasn't surprised it's disturbing still But there's no surprise. And that's the sad part there. It's not surprising. Nothing is new under the sun. A lot of things are repeated. A lot of things are said and done over and over again. So pedophilia is nothing new. Doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it okay. It's nothing new. And it's time for men to call that shit out. I'm not saying all men are pedophiles. I'm not saying all men are okaying pedophilia. But the men who are not okaying that, right, the men who are standing against that, I need them to speak up more. I need them to say, yo, that shit's crazy. That's not cute. That's not, I don't mean don't say that's not cute, but that shit's not okay. That's out of pocket. Like, speak up about that. Because when women are speaking on certain issues like rape culture, pedophilia, we gotta continue to scream for even just a, a slither of a person to hear us. That don't mean shit. You know, we live in a patriarchal society, so it doesn't mean much. So we need the allies of men who do believe that this behavior is unacceptable, it is abusive, it is disturbing. We need them to be the ones to speak up. We need them to be the ones to say and to correct this behavior, this distorted mindset, this distorted behavior. We need that. So shout out to the good men out there who are doing that. Shout out to the men out there who are speaking up against that. And I pity the ones who are not. I pity the ones who are still operating in that mindset, thinking that's okay. Because what's been done to that little boy, I'm sure was done to Boozy. Right? I'm sure that was done to him when he was younger. And he had to accept that And uh, even though his body and his mind probably was pushing that against, right? Even though he didn't really want to do that He still had to accept it and eventually manipulate his thinking into thinking that that's okay. It's so disturbing. It's so disturbing. So when I think about pedophilia, it's just, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And it's not obviously, it's not just in the black community. I know this is present in many other communities as well, but I can only speak on the black community. I can only really speak on the Haitian community. That shit is disturbing, especially when you live in an area that's poverty-ridden. You live in an area that's impoverished. Shit. That's nothing new. Let's just keep it at that. That's nothing new. Unfortunately, that is just what it is. But that's not okay, and we need to step forward and do something about it. Instead of just canceling boozy, what more can we do to educate young men and men, adult men, even elder men, what can we do to educate them? And women, too. There are some women who are accepting this, like, oh, well, he's he got his, you know, his dick sucked. That's fine, blah, blah, blah. That shit is disturbing. I can't imagine having a child and that child being forced into sexual intercourse with a, a person who is much older. That is rape, sir. I don't care what, what sex you are, what gender you identify with. That's rape. So, you know, and of course it does the double standard. you know, the, the the girl couldn't have that. You know, that's unacceptable for the girl. But either way, it's disturbing. Either way, we need to do something about it. Y'all, I'm just tiring, it, it's tiring and it just it continues to expose the detriments of what slavery has done. That's all where it's rooted from. It's not because, Oh, boots grew up without a father or, you know, it's not, that's, that's surface level shit. It's really, it goes back to slavery. 400 years of it. That's where it goes back to. It goes back to generations of family that has been broken because of the system. Okay, this is a result of that. So there's results of slavery still to this day. So when people say, oh, well, slavery was so long ago. It's time to move on. It's time to take, you know, things up. Take your life back up by your bootstraps. And even when people say today about if you were molested, if you were raped when you were younger. And you're in your 30s. You're in your 40s. You're grown. That shit remains. I don't think that's, that's not something you get over. You realize how it affected you in your life and you have to actively make choices to fight against the negative effect that it could still have in your life. You have to actively make choices to not repeat behavior that is harmful to you because this is what happened to you. So, whew. It's heavy, and we'll talk more about this throughout. I want to bring more people on to talk about this topic, especially, you know, a man on this topic, on how common it is from what I've seen, from what I've heard. I want to hear from men who have commonly and casually heard, oh, well, you know, I have this 24-year-old over here who's willing to suck your dick, even though you're 13, I want to talk to those men and be like, "What the fuck happened there? You know what? <laughs> what was the mind? What What did you think when that when you were approached with that? You know, because that's really what it is. We have to do better. We have to do better. You know, I don't know how long slavery will continue to affect generations of families. But we have to unlearn some things that were forced down to us to accept as normal behavior. That's not normal behavior. That's not. You know, toxic masculinity is not normal behavior. Having sex at a young age is not normal behavior. I'm sorry, that's not. Even when 14-year-old girls will have sex with their... Boyfriend. That's not normal behavior. <laughs> I don't care. That's not 14. Even girls who were in relationships as a high school freshman who are in a relationship with their senior boyfriend, their high school senior boyfriend, that's not normal. That's not okay. That's not acceptable. And I don't care. Oh, we're, in, we're in the same school. We're in the same campus no because when you look at it in the context of what it is you talking about an 18 or 19 year old man with a 13 or 14 year old kid you are a child sex is not for children let's just say that period shit be 18 and plus to have sex at this point be 18 and plus because that's not children activity it's not and I know at that time, you know, you have your hormones, you are recognizing your body changing, you're horny, and that's a human. That's human behavior. That's, that's flesh. That's, I get that. That's totally normal. It's not to denormalize that. But what we need to denormalize is sexual behavior amongst children, especially sexual behavior towards children by adult People, <laughs> period. So no, I would not be okay if my child who's a high school freshman is dating a high school senior. I don't care how good of a guy he is. I don't care how much he made honor roll. What are you doing talking to my child? I'm not okay with the mindset of men, and it starts young, of them thinking the younger the better. What is that? So you can control her? Why are you choosing to be with someone so young? What is it about you that you don't feel confident enough to be with someone within your age group? No, I don't have uh It's so disturbing cuz it's so embedded into our culture and we're supposed to just accept it. Think about all the fam all the marriages in your family where there's a huge age Age gap. The fathers, the uncles, who are about 10, 8 years older than the aunt, than the mom. Okay, let's talk about that. (laughs) Hmm, that's strange. It's strange, but here's the thing, it was so common. It was so common during the 1960s, the 1940s, the 1970s to be an older man fucking and marrying and cheating and abusing young women biblical days you have child brides you have motherfuckers having children as a child but now you want to get mad at a, a teenager being pregnant 16 and pregnant this been happening let's fix it at the root children shouldn't be having sex Ooh, I'm sounding like a preacher. I don't want to sound like that. I really don't want to sound like a shameful person. But what I'm saying is we should have more conversations like this so we can eradicate the normalization of pedophilia. We should not be able to say, "Oh, rape is wrong," right? We shouldn't be sa- we shouldn't have said that and yet accept boozy allowing a 24 year old woman fucking and sucking his 12 year old son that shouldn't that shouldn't still be okay (laughs) you can't tell me rape is wrong and what what cosby did was wrong and yet be okay with a grown woman fucking a preteen a A preteen girl i gotta go i gotta go and my thing is, was she paid? Because <laughs> I could not. You can't tell me to fuck a twelve, thirteen. What are we doing? <laughs> anyway, look. Let me go ahead and write in my journal. I want to get back into that some more. I kind of fell off um a little bit uh, bef- well during the time when I got the news about about my cousin, but I've been using this app called Calm. Calm, C A L M, and it is a meditative app, and it's an app that aids with your sleep and just your focus and your mindfulness. And baby, it is the truth. I wish I would have known about this earlier, but I guess everything—not nah, I guess—I do believe in divine timing. Everything happens when it's supposed to happen. So. Just a disclaimer, the app is a paid app. Yes, there is a seven-day trial, but you could do, you got to pay for this shit. But it's worth it. Let me just make that very clear. It's very worth it. It is $69.99 annually. So I know that's a lot, right? Ooh, my So what am I, girl? I'll cancel at the summer day. I get it. I've done that stuff so many times. But I've also reached a point in my life when I really want to take my mental health seriously and i want to really work i want to invest in my mental health you know mental health is wealth and i need to take time to better my mental health i do so that's a step into that so i'm excited i've been using that every morning for the past few days now and every night. It's aided me in my sleeping patterns. It's aided me in my morning rituals. And I'm excited, I'm I'm grateful for the app and I know that God has placed that in my life to really help me during this time. Um, So that's one. Getting back to journaling, that's another. And also, I've been heavily looking, I haven't decided on a, a specific therapist yet, but I've done my research, and I've been doing my research, and I'm um, I'm still trying to find someone who's available ASAP because there's one person who I was looking towards, and the, her next availability, she is accepting clients, but her next availability is in June, and it's like, oh, yeah, but no, I want someone available, like, two days from now, at least, <laughs> okay? So... That's what I'm looking forward to do. I was recommended a website called Therapy for Black Girls. And so I'm looking into just different therapists who could help me with just with my mental health. Period. Who, who could hold me, who could help hold me accountable. You know, yes, I am very introspective and I have a lot of talks with myself. I I recognize when God is speaking to me and I have very I have a lot of moments of reflections. Yet sometimes I don't follow through, and it's not to beat myself up about it, but it's also to recognize it and work better, to do better, because I cannot keep on repeating the same things that I shouldn't be, com- uh, you know, doing. So I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited that I have made steps moving forward. And my goal is to continue to move forward. Anyway, life is good. I'm going to end it here, y'all. Y'all be great. Thank you for tuning in. And I will check in with y'all next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Be sure to leave a review, give me five stars, and of course, subscribe. Also, follow God Built This Podcast on Instagram at God Built This Pod. God bless.